What's going on, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, I'm going to be talking about who is the best quarterback of all time in the fishery, plus some NBA talk regarding the Lakers. But I think the best quarterback in the history of the NFL, in my opinion, is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever, in my opinion, because he he just has that passion. He does good deep ball. He gets his teammates involved and all this other stuff. I really like Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever. Um, he's just so dominant on the field. He's playing. He's 40 right now. He's playing at a high level. He's continuing to be great. And everybody's like, oh, my God, you're a Chargers fan, okay? I have a right to see greatness with players. So I'm a Charger fan, and I see greatness in Tom Brady. And who gives a damn? It's my opinion, Tom Brady is the best quarterback in history in the NFL. Stats prove it, and it's a proven fact. And everybody's like, oh my god, it's because Bill Belichick helped Tom Brady. Okay, if you want to go there, Michael Jordan didn't win no championships without Phil Jackson. And Michael Jordan still the greatest player in history of the NBA. And a lot of people always say, oh, Bill Belichick made Tom Brady. That just shows that people hate on Tom Brady. When you put in the work, people are going to start saying negative things about you. Like if I ran my own like shoe business and people are going to hate on that. Or if I ran my own pizza company and people hate on that. What I'm saying is people hate on greatness. So Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Where anybody says um, he just has so much domination on the field. Like... When, when I, to be honest, I underestimated him this season. Uh, I, to be honest, I said he was old, done, he should retire. He proved me wrong and blew my charges out, 48-28, and he won the Super Bowl. What I'm saying is you don't underestimate greatness because if you underestimate greatness, he'll, get you, he'll punch you in the mouth. And um, I just feel that he's better than Joe Montana. I don't care anybody says he's better than Joe Montana. And... I believe the coach for the 49ers was Bill Walsh. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Um, and did Joe Montana win the Super Bowl without Bill Walsh? I believe not. Not too sure. But correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, so everybody says, oh, this player is great with the coach. He's not if you put Tom Brady on the Packers, Tom Brady would at least win three Super Bowls. And if you put Aaron, if you put Tom Brady on different teams, he'll still be great. And I don't get why people think that it's the coach that makes these players great. No, it's the players. They put in the work each and every day. Hard work pays off. And I don't get what that why people and just NFL fans in general like to always use that as an excuse. Oh, it's the coach made him better. No, it's not. These players put in the work. Tom Brady puts in the work. Muhammad Ali put in the work. Um. All these great athletes like Kobe, Michael Jordan, they put in the great work. And people always say, oh, they did. The only reason that they're great is because of the coach. Kobe Bryant put hit. Kobe Bryant worked his ass off. Michael Jordan worked his ass off. Tom Brady worked his ass off. And Muhammad Ali works his ass off. And um, Babe Ruth works his ass off. And people say, oh, it's because of the coach helped them get better. That's true to a certain extent. But those athletes put majority of the work in. Know what I mean? So when you put in the hard work, it's gonna come with hate. Like Russell Westbrook said, 
said it best, when you do great things, hate come in different forms. And that's true. It's just that simple. You know what I mean? I'm doing this podcasting for my career that I want to get to on the highest level, and I'm getting hate. But do I let that stop me? Hell no. I'm going to continue to push for greatness. And that just shows that anything you do in life, you get hated on, and it's a proven fact. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady is still the GOAT. And um, yeah, now let's dive into some Laker talk. Um, I guess Mar- Monty Williams and Tyron Lue left a good impression on the front office. Um, I guess Tyron Lue had a heart-to-heart conversation with Jeannie Buss. And um, he was there's reports that he really wants to be back with the Lakers and coach the team and try to win a championship. But to be honest, Laker Nation, we need to take a slow process with this coaching. We need to take the time, research about coaches, take the time because we need coaches to change this culture in the in the uh, locker room because Luke Wallen didn't do a good job, and that's crazy. When we got Luke Wallen, I thought he was gonna lead us to lead us to championship and stuff. When we had like when we got LeBron, I thought we we're gonna win a championship this season, but just Luke wasn't a good coach. His play calling was so predictable. But we need coaches that can, we, we need a coach that plays hard. Plays. We need a coach that the players would play hard for with passion, energy, hustle, grit, grind, tenacity. If we get Tyron Lue, there's reports that we might get Tom Thibodeau. If I was the Lakers, I would interview Tom Thibodeau. You know what I mean? So we just need to take the slow pace. Maybe even interview a Frank Vogel, or maybe even a. Mark Jackson, like, interview more people besides the three candidates, Monty Williams, Tyron Lue, and Jawan Howard. And we haven't heard any rumors or speculation about Jawan Howard's interview, so that's letting me know it didn't go as well. But don't be surprised if he gets a second interview. And don't be surprised if there's more candidates outside of those coaches, because we have to take this a process, man, because if we rush, rush, we can mess up again. We need to take the slow process. And Magic Johnson didn't qu- qu- quit on the Lakers. I know he stepped down. Oh, it's quitting. He's still talking to them every day. There's a TMZ video of him talking, saying that Rob Palinka's good. Rich Paul, LeBron, Jeannie Buss, all of them is good. And he's going to make this thing work. He can now go out and recruit. He can now comment on certain players. Look, congratulating Westbrook on this triple-double season. He can congratulate Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki a great career. So now, once it comes to free agency July 1, we can be like, hey, magic, bro. Come through. Come through. And, um, yeah, man, we need Magic Johnson to recruit players because um, <clears throat> we need to get Magic. I already, I already trust Magic Johnson. Rob Plinka, Jeannie Buss, I'm sticking to that because I thought when he stepped down, I thought he wasn't going to help the Lakers anymore. He's still going to help on the Lakers. He's still going to be giving the feedback of what to do and Jeannie Buss is going to listen and all this great stuff. And I do not believe that report by Rick Buecher saying that Jeannie Buss and Rob Plinka were emailing each other and talking mess about Magic Johnson. I do not believe that for one bit. You know what I mean? So... I just don't believe anything people say anymore about the Lakers. A lot of people said last year that LeBron was a 1% chance to come to the Lakers. Ramona Shelburne said that, and Brian Windhorst, he's a Laker. 
So everything we hear on the news and on the radio about the Lakers, if it's not coming from a Lakers front office's mouth, don't believe it. I don't believe anything about Kawhi because there's speculation that he's going to come to the Lakers. Same with Kevin. I don't believe anything until it happens because people believe everything you see on Twitter and you hear about. Like Chris Broussard said, like, he hears that he he hears that nobody's coming to the Lakers. That's his opinion. We don't know what Kawhi Leonard's doing in the, what he's thinking. We don't know what Kevin Durant's thinking. Everybody's saying it's the Knicks. I highly doubt that. If he goes there, that means he's all about the money, which is understandable. He deserves it. But you can stay in Golden State and win multiple championships even more. If you come to L.A. with Kawhi, it would be dominant. But we don't know what their mindset is. We don't know what Kyrie Irving's mindset is. We don't know what Jimmy Butler's mindset is. So what when people say no superstars going to the Lakers, that's just their opinion. You know what I mean? Like how I th- think... Westbrook is a great player in my opinion so all these sports analysts just have their opinion and people don't like other people's opinions it's called speculation and drama and all this stuff and have you noticed that um, people always like to create fake news because they have nothing else to talk about but I the Lakers are going to get this right. I know we're going to turn this around. The draft lottery is coming up soon in May. I think in the middle of May, somewhere around there. I believe the 14th or 15th. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what we do, man. Because we need to turn this thing around, man. Because we have three more years left of LeBron. And we don't want to waste his time here. With, you know what I mean? We don't want to waste his time. He doesn't want to waste our time. So what we need to do is act professional. Get the players that we need. And win multiple championships. Because if we don't win a championship with LeBron James, it's going to be a bust. Really big bust. So we have to make the right decisions. I know we will. I know we're going to get these players. And I'm not worried until if we strike out. If we strike out, I'll be a little bit concerned and all this stuff. But we're not going to strike out. Because Magic Johnson is going to deliver us a superstar. Because he's the greatest recruiter in the history of the NBA, we're going to get a superstar. And when we do, it's going to be very, very, very cool. Um... And yeah, it's gonna be interesting off season. And when we get a new coach, I think that's gonna make us play even harder. Either for Tyron Lue, Monty Williams. At the end of the day, if you ask me right now, who do I think we're gonna get? I think we're gonna get Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue knows how to handle LeBron. He coached him. They have good chemistry. And if you have good chemistry from the start. It works well, and players play for Tyron Lue. Motivated. Tyron Lue motivates his players. He did that in Cleveland with Amon Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Kevin Love. So he knows how to coach. He knows how to win. So we need that winning culture back in the locker room. And when we get that winning culture back in the locker room, anything can happen. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. And also, I have to dive into this. Clipper fans, stop saying you run L.A. You had a decent season. Okay, you had... Oh, my God. Like, Clippers had a better record than the Lakers. Okay, good for them. That's fine. But if you say that you run L.A., you have to produce championships. In any sports, if you're a baseball team, if you... Just for example, Chargers and Rams. Nobody can... Rams fans can't say they run L.A., 
Chargers fans can't stand they run LA until they win championships because you can't say you run a city if you don't produce a championship. So the Clippers do not run LA. They will never run LA, and I don't get I don't get why they think they run LA just because they beat the Golden State Warriors in two games. That doesn't find you run LA. I know the last six years hasn't been great. I get that, but the Clippers have never won an NBA championships in the history of the NBA. So they have they do not run LA. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what Patrick Beverly says. You're basing that off of a good season that you a decent season that you had. And people always praise people. People, so a lot of fans out there like to praise teams making the playoffs and being okay with that. Oh, they had a decent season. They made the playoffs. Not not this Laker team. Not this not this history of this organization. If you make the playoffs and you lose, it's a disappointing season. If you make make the playoffs, win the NBA championship, that's a great season. So what I'm saying is the Clippers have to produce championships and produce banners to, to be even in the conversation and running LA. So Clipper fans, y'all need to stay off the running. You guys you guys do you guys do not run LA. It's Laker Town. Regardless if you have a 65 win season and 10 65 win season first round by all that stuff and you wouldn't win a championship what i'm saying is when you want to produce a championship or if you say you want to run la and you want to talk all that nonsense you have to produce like patrick beverly said they run la okay if you want to run if you want to talk all that nonsense produce a championship bro you produce a championship it's just that simple it's just that simple if you want to prove it if you think that, then prove by winning a championship. And I don't get why they think that they can get superstars. Like, why, why would you want to go to the Clippers over the Lakers? Dark Rivers, Jerry West, LeBron James, Magic Johnson. It doesn't make sense. And I know people are going to say, oh, they have a, uh, a good sustained organization. Lakers have a, a good sustained organization. It's just that. Things have to be fixed and work like any other business. If you have a business, it may not go as planned, so you're going to have to tweak and make adjustments. So I think that the Lakers are going to get superstars to come get interviews and come be on their team. And even if the Clippers get superstars, let's say if they do, they still won't run LA until you win at least 16 championships, until you at least get a couple in Staples Center. It's just that simple. You have to produce championships, like I said. In order to be in the conversation, Clippers. So quit this nonsense. You do not run LA. It's Laker Town. It's Laker City for life. Lakers own LA. And I know people on Twitter, some Clipper fans, because I posted videos laughing at them losing. A lot of people said, oh, the mayor runs LA. Duh. What I'm saying is, Lakers run LA when it comes to basketball and the town. You know what I mean? So Clipper fans, relax. Go to fucking San Diego. We don't want you in L.A. Get the hell out of L.A. And, um, yeah, man. It's just that simple. If you want to produce... If you want to be even be in the conversation of running in L.A., you have to win 16 championships. That's how I see it. Until you win at least 16 championships, don't talk... Excuse me. If you do not win at least a couple championships, you're not going to even be in the conversation. So, Clipper fans, you do not run L.A. It's still Laker town. But I'm going to end this big baby Jonathan... Sports podcast show. Follow me on Instagram, Big Baby Jonathan underscore. Follow me on Twitter, Big Baby Jonathan. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Big Baby Jonathan. And until then, everybody out there, 
Have a safe and blessed night. Talk to you soon.